it seems that General Stoker is going to attempt to build another regenerator. So what is big deal? Listen, we get our claws in this Stoker and then... Um, oh, how does a kid say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all good, homie! Oh, I'll get Stoker all right, but it may not be enough. Locating tetrahydrocarbons takes technology and money. Lots of it. It's going to take rump. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Flannel Cakes podcast. I'm Jack. And I am Maverick. And thanks for being here with us on our iTunes launch episode. Yeah, this is our debut episode on iTunes, so thank you so much if you've been listening to us up to this point, and thank you so much if this is your first time. Make sure you rate us, review us, and subscribe. It'll really help us out a lot. Yeah, yeah. please uh, work that algorithm algorithm on iTunes. You disappointed in me? I said algorithm. I... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll never get them back after that. Ah, one. fuck. Um... Yeah, so if you are not Pack familiar, <laughs> close up shop. It's over. We did, we had a nice run. Yeah. Um, no, if you are not familiar with our show, we have guests on every week. Uh, we try to get the most interesting people that we can. We have that guest pick a cartoon and a cereal. We eat the cereal and we watch the cartoon and we talk about both. And there's just a lot of fun nerd talk in the middle there. And we're having some pretty cool guests coming up. Too. Yeah, yeah, really big stuff coming down the pipeline for us. So. Uh, you know, please stick around uh, and check out those awesome episodes that we have coming up. But let's talk about this one. We had no guest on this week because we wanted you to get a little bit of an introduction to us if it's your first time listening. So the cartoon that we watched, who picked it? Was it you or me? I think it was just a mutual decision. Yeah, <laughs> because we wanted so badly yes. to watch Biker Mice from Mars. And it's fucking awesome. Yo, God, we loved it so much. Uh, we talk about like a special connection that I have to this cartoon and we just loved every minute of it. We really break down what's yeah. so great about this show. Uh, we talk a, a lot in this episode about the bizarre life story that this show has had and like revivals and different incarnations. And one of those things is the phone app. And I've been playing Biker Mice from Mars on my phone yeah. way more than is healthy. This show that's from like 1993, you have a, an app on your phone. A current it's a, a 3d modeled app it looks like a, a brand new game and you're it's, addicted to i think it now. it's from 2015 do you have any idea what cereal we ate oh, puffins. It was puffins puffins yeah we had the puffins yeah uh which we thought was just from trader joe's but maybe it's not maybe no. it's in other places but it's a very unique cereal for a very unique cartoon get yourself some puffins uh so anyway we just want to quickly say one more time we have awesome guests coming up Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, share this on Facebook, uh, tweet it out, let your friend know if you like this podcast, now is the important time to do that. Or if you think we suck and you really hate someone, put us in their ears. (laughs) (laughs) Unleash us on your worst enemy. Please. Enjoy this episode. Pour a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. 
I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible But today it just doesn't feel possible Let's talk about life and death and everything between Things that keep you on the night and idiosyncrasy Public mathematics and matches we can't see Girls needs to know where the nature of reality Let's talk about life and death and everything between Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV Alright, well, I think we have to begin this episode by giving credit where credit is due. Past us, fucking smart. Yeah, we were smart at some point. We made <laughs> made some good decisions. For those of you that don't know, we get together about once a month, record a whole bunch of episodes, and uh, today is one of those days. We get together whenever we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know... Sometimes we start an episode, you've heard us say this on the podcast before, sometimes we start an episode and we think, shit, we definitely don't have any cereal, like just take whatever's in the cabinet. Mm -hmm. That happens a lot. We've thought about not doing cereal sometimes. Yeah. And today he's like, hey man, we gotta, we gotta do one. We, we got no cereal. I was like, just look in my pantry, see what's in there. And a month ago when we did some canning, we had gone to Trader Joe's and picked up, like... We went to Trader Joe's because I wanted some uh, mochi ball ice cream. Yeah. And while we were there, we're like, hey, let's get a Trader Joe's brand cereal and just yeah. leave it in the we're cabinet. Like, let's get some of this fancy hippie shit and just see what it tastes like. If it's all, like, twigs and dirt or if it's any good. <laughs> we got the uh, Trader Joe's cereal twigs and dirt. That's the yeah. name of it. Yeah. No, so a month passes... And you opened the cabinet, and we totally fucking forgot how smart we were yeah. a month ago. Puffins. We got puffins from Trader Joe's. Which, I think we argued about this last month, I think is one of the cutest animals in the whole animal kingdom. And I disagree. say one of the cutest birds, and birds are one of the least cute subspecies. <laughs> I think puffins are adorable. I would have one as a pet. Right, what, what are birds? Birds are a phylum. I think birds are a phylum. Anyway, that's enough science talk. Out of my depth. <laughs> that was a real short yeah. science discussion. No. So puffins. I was gonna make a joke when you when I ate the first one. You asked me how it was. I was gonna say, you know how you go to the zoo and you go into like the penguin house enclosure and you look at the puffins. It tastes like that place. What? You know how pe- oh, penguin like the, the, the smell has a yeah. taste in your but, mouth. But in reality, puffins were pretty good. No, they were great, and I don't know. I mean, I guess. When you're in the penguin house, there is like a taste there to that smell. There is a palpable bird shit smell. But I don't. <laughs> but I don't know that it was this taste. No, I, I was just making a joke. Oh, and, I'm and, sorry. And you know, to the people at Trader Joe's, I'm sorry. Puffins are fantastic. Not. I'll say, given a choice between puffins or twigs and dirt, yeah. I would rather eat puffins every time. I mean, I've never tried twigs and dirt. I hear it turns the milk into mud. <laughs> Um, uh, oh my god okay so, no but puffins i would say if you're curious about trader joe puffins give them a try yeah They're okay so, so i this is something we've never done okay. i ate them without milk and you ate them with milk well, i had them also without milk i ate a lot of puffins because <laughs> i uh, ate a lot let's of let's try puffins. to describe them they're a puffed wheat cereal they're like a, with a blackbird of- similar to a penguin <laughs> If a penguin and a, and a toucan. toucan. <laughs> Why is this so funny to us? I don't know. This isn't funny We're at all. We're tired. Okay, so it's a, puff, a puffed wheat cereal with a lot of cinnamon on each piece. I wouldn't say too much. The thing is, Not we're, too much. we're used to a much heavier sugar in mm, the cinnamon mm. sugar balance. And Trader Joe's is a little less on the sugary end. 
So these tasted to me a lot like Cinnamon Life, but with a way better crunch, and they hold up better in milk, too. I'm not... I can't say that I can exactly call from memory what Life cereal is. Did I say Rememory? <laughs> you said I don't know if I can call from Rememory. Oh, shit. Uh, if I can... Welcome there, to the Sleepy Cast. There's going to be more of those to come, so <laughs> okay. just get ready for that. Uh, start a little counter. Uh, okay, so... No, no, no. I mean, like, when I edit this later, I'll okay. put in a ding. Like a ding every okay. time I fuck up. Keep it quiet, though. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it uh, on the DL. Uh, that's not what that means. Ding! Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I can't say that I can recall from memory what life cereal is. Is it like a puffed wheat cereal similar um, to this? It looks like a Chex kind yeah, of Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. They're square. I don't know. They're it okay. looks like Chex. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Waldo, from the Where's Waldo books, used to be the mascot for Life Cereal. That didn't help me, like, figure out what the cereal looks like. Well, I'm just saying. What cereal is the Mikey? He really likes it. That's also Life Cereal. Okay, that's what I thought. Alright. That commercial is very, very, very old. Isn't that from, like, the 70s? Yeah, it's old. Life Cereal's really old. Mm Mm-hmm. So is Life Magazine. Are they associated? I don't think so. We'll look that up when we do an episode about life here. Are we recording from this thing? Please I, tell me. I what. made it all okay. clear beforehand. Okay. And I'm so excited about the cartoon we watched. <laughs> a continuation of our series on cartoons made specifically to sell action figures. Cartoons of mutant anthropomorphized animals with yeah. giant muscles and superhero skills. And we're not even done. There's more to come after yeah. this shit. And I am so fucking excited for all of them. So, we, there, we there's should, a toy that you've had on your shelf. We have to start time. with the story yeah. of how Biker Mice from Mars came into oh, our yeah. life. That, that was the spoiler. There's <laughs> always a fucking intro to this podcast. But future us... Do you think our listeners skip the intro? Are they like, Jesus Christ, they do. get to the fun When it shit. comes on, it goes... Hey guys, it's just Maverick this week. They go. And then it gets to minute six of the just me intro. They're like, Jesus Christ, still with this? Yeah. yeah. How many times is he going to thank the listeners? I get it. <laughs> okay. So a couple of years ago, I should point out, every year Jack comes to my house for Christmas to help me set up my mom's Christmas lights. Yes. My mom likes to put up enough Christmas lights that her house can be seen from space. The past year, you didn't even go. Yeah. It was just me and Dustin. Yeah. From from episode two. Um, But yeah, my mom is real big into Christmas lights. So we were climbing around in the top of my mom's shed looking for Christmas lights. This is like probably three, four years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. And we found my toy box from when I was a kid. And so obviously... trove. We were going through it and, like, picking a bunch yeah. out. And all, I, all progress stopped immediately. We started looking <laughs> at toys. Yeah, that went on for several hours. And, uh, I, you know, I will say that I still have several of those toys displayed yeah. in my apartment today. So do I. Ladies. <laughs> uh, I, I took a couple myself. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few from that. So, we found this one toy. It was an anthropomorphic mouse wearing blue leather armor with an eye patch he has an eye patch he has red antenna he has a metal arm that has a cannon on the side of it and i looked at it and i had no idea i mean it's my toy when i was a child i had no idea what it was i didn't know like where it came from or what it was and jack immediately recognized it as being from the television show 
Biker, Biker mice. mice from Mars. Oh, we were going to say it together. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I fucked it all up. That's, that's not a ding. That's that was, not for the ding. That was a ding. I thought you were just cutting me off. Nope. Uh, okay. So, I didn't know what that was, and he had to explain to me that it was one of those cartoons from our childhood that was made specifically to sell a line of action figures. And so, like, I was the dum-dum in that scenario. Like, I was the kid who got the toy and didn't even give a flying fuck about the show, which they probably didn't either. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I could say they didn't give a fuck about the show, but they did a damn good job on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Dustin's going to be upset that we did this without him because he actually really was into the TV show. You no, know, I got to say, the Biker Mice from Mars were awesome toys, and I definitely had the exact same action figure at my place. And uh, one of my childhood friends had, like, the other guy. Like, we had all the, the different mice. Yeah. it's It would seem weird to me if you had all three of the characters now. Because Moto is so much bigger. The Moto is the toy we have yeah. here in front of us. The cool one. Yeah, he's so much bigger than the other characters, and I imagine the action figures are all the same size. I think size. they're all the same size. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't even look all big and bulky in toy form. But obviously, he's... he. I feel like he had to be the top selling toy because he looks the most badass. He has a sweet eye patch yeah. and a bionic arm. I was gonna arm. say if you don't lead with eye patch, yeah. you're doing it wrong. And what was the second thing? Bionic arm. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it's you, the bionic arm. You know arm. that this guy is tough as hell and he has like super strength and shoots missiles oh, yeah. out of he his hand. He lost a fucking arm in battle. Well, you don't know how. He might have lost it in a motorcycle accident. I looked at the Wikipedia page while we were reading. <laughs> okay. It has the backstory. Okay. Should well, we get to that now? No, well, sure, why not? I mean, yeah, cuz it might help can, it might help we, us in the process of setting okay. up this show for this, people who don't know This show also had a crazy long theme song with no lyrics, just screaming, uh, screaming rock solos the wait. whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta say, we watched a two-parter. Mm-hmm. And in the song, it the was second, the, the first and second episode that gives the backstory and why the yeah. biker mice from Mars became the biker mice on Earth. And uh, I, I noticed in the second one, there are words to the theme song. But it's just a, like a real low, like rock voice going, Biker Mice from Mars, Biker Mice. Like it's, it's like the Spider Man theme song where it just goes, <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, no, um, Spider Blood. Oh, that's right. Spider Blood, Spider Blood, radioactive Spider Blood. And then guitar solo again. Um, <laughs> 90s no. theme songs in cartoons have yeah. lots of guitar solos. So, my, my, my first problem with Biker Mice from Mars, and there's not many because it's a great show. Yeah. Would watch what, again. Is that they're like, they're riding these massive like choppers and, and Harley type motorcycles across the surface of Mars. And there's just ramps everywhere somehow. <laughs> but they're just like hitting them and doing crazy like motocross tricks with these giant like 300 pound, well pr- more than More that. than 300 pound. I, how many pounds is Probably they, double that. As a chopper. Okay, now, how much does that weigh on Mars? <laughs> but anyway, they're pulling off these fucking crazy tricks, and I was like, uh, oh, okay, you're gonna just take your chopper off of a jump and go, like, 300 feet and do, like, a double Superman. Well, now, Jack, they're not mice from Mars, okay? Well, they're mice from they're Mars. They're biker mice from Mars, okay? That's oh, why they can oh, do crazy okay. tricks I, on I get them. It. I, I, I missed that part in the theme song. I just heard... Mice from Mars. They're not. From they're Mars. not just biker mice. Yeah. Okay. They're biker mice who are also from Mars. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, 
And and maybe it's maybe it's that weight distribution of the gravitational <laughs> the, force of Mars okay. that allows them to do the stuff with that. Maybe I could be a sweet motocross driver on Mars. Okay, Boos. Let's rock and <laughs> ride free, cousin. Put a root beer in it, Vincenzo. Just like the first time. Nothing but net. <laughs> Stay hot, Rose. We got a lot of incoming kitty litter. So there's a, like I said, this Wikipedia page kind of sets up that whole world. That's how I got some of those spoilers. But uh, let's start off by saying that the show Firefly, if you're a fan of that, yeah. they totally fucking ripped off the pilot of Firefly from the pilot of Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah, it, it opens on a very similar setting. Yes. Uh, okay, so it ran for three seasons from 1993 to 1996. It had 65 episodes. Wow. Holy yeah, I know. Shit. That's a lot. I feel like I need to see all of them. Uh, all right. Are, are you about to explain the show? Can, can we play the game where I try to guess what the fuck is going on, and then you tell me how close I am? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Okay. As far as I can tell... The biker mice. Can I, can I just fill in details as you missed them? Yeah, okay. okay. The biker mice are from Mars. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they originated there or just colonized. It seems like Mars is a disputed colony. Um, <laughs> it's definitely in dispute at the yeah. show's open. Uh, and then you have the cats. What are the cat people called? This doesn't mention the cats because we know them as the Catatonians, the, and this the says the cats from Catatonia. Yes. Right. They're, they're car-driving cats from Catatonia. That's yeah. the name of their spin-off series. The cats from Catatonia. And they all drive cars. cars like a bunch of lamos, but all the mice drive motorcycles because they're cool. They're riding and in they cars with cats. Yeah. With, with, with Mew Barrymore. Mew Barrymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, this... that's, that's how you get kittens. I don't get it. And, and I think in riding in cars with boys... You've seen get that out. movie? No, but I've seen a trailer. <laughs> What is that movie about? Riding in cars with cats. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the title, Maverick. It says they're riding in cars yeah. with boys. Come yeah, on. okay. Uh, um, no, this doesn't mention the Catatonians. Okay. It mentions the Plutarchians, which wow. is an alien race of obese, foul-smelling, fish-like humanoids who plunder other planets' natural resources because they have wasted all of their own. This does not mention the Catatonians once. Wow. I that would was think the that name the of the cat- pilot. Yeah, the Catatonians should have been like, the main villain, cats and mice, not cats and... But no, or not mice and weird no, fish creatures. We watched both these episodes. There were no Plutarchians. It was no. just the Catatonians. Yeah, uh, the main one voiced by Clancy Brown, the greatest. Yeah, oh my god. One of, one I of my all-time favorite voice actors and one of my favorite actors. And he's in my favorite movie. And his voice is fantastic. And he's in our favorite movie that was never made, The Goon. The Goon, that's right. And... Uh, just a super awesome dude that Jack and I have so much respect for. Yeah, like, he, dream guest for this podcast, it, for sure. Mr. Brown, if you're listening. He's not. If anyone knows Clancy Brown. I don't think enough people are aware that he's Mr. Krabs, so we should say that he's yeah, Mr. Clancy Krabs. Clancy Brown and is Mr. Krabs. If and... you've ever seen the Shawshank Redemption, he's the, the not the warden, he's the, the guard. The head prison guard. Yeah. Uh He's, he's also the preacher in Carnival, which was an awesome, yep. very dark HBO yeah. series. Uh He's been in a shitload of movies and a shitload of cartoons. And he's just really fucking great. Claw Troopers! Sir! Yes, sir! This ship is infested with mice. 
see to it they are exterminated. <laughs> Uh, okay. okay, so, shit, I just okay, okay. So, Mars is disputed territory between the Catatonians and the Biker Mice from Mars. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a device called the Regenerator that, like, basically provides, like, water-giving, or <laughs> life-giving water. I got a ding there. Listen, guys, we have to get it to a more secure location. Without the Regenerator to create our water, Mars will go bone dry. Water smarter. Ask me. The stuff's way overrated. Long as we're stocked up with root beer, it's all good. Uh. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, the uh, Catatonians want it, and the biker mice don't want to give it to them. And then the biker mice become like uh, veteran refugees, I guess. On Earth, and they escape. I, this, I don't know. This it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it doesn't need to because it's awesome. This Wikipedia description. By the way, I know what I was going to say. Now uh, we are pointing out that this keeps mentioning the Plutarchians, and we only saw the Catatonians. Yeah. I think I'll be editing this Wikipedia article later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is since it's only two paragraphs long, it skips forward quite a bit. And says that after they uh, take down the Plutarchians on uh, Mars, they are shot down by a Plutarchian warship and end up crash landing on Earth in the city of Chicago, specifically in the scoreboard of Quigley Field. Wow. Which is funny because I'm pretty sure he directly referenced Wrigley Field in the first episode. Mm. Uh, he couldn't and- wait. Oh, that, this is a really important uh, point to touch on here. Is alien contact has been made with planet Earth apparently some time ago because everyone on Earth is totally cool with the Catatonians and the biker mice and all that. They just know. Yeah, this says that when they get to Earth, they discover the Plutarchians have already come to steal its natural resources. They meet their old friend Charlie Davidson, who's a hot Joan Jett girl. Yeah, she looks like someone just handed an animator a photo of Joan Jett and was like... <laughs> Put her on a motorcycle. Yeah, make this hot lady a, a super cool The biker. animator draws her in a car and they're like, no, 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 all the characters no, are motorcycles. She's not, she's not some kind of catatonian. What are you doing? <laughs> Can't be driving in a car. Uh... Was there one single car in this show that wasn't driven by a villain? Although, she did drive that giant truck at the end. Right. Uh, then this just goes on to say that the mayor of Chicago is secretly a Plutarchian. Is that is that Rump? No. Okay. This is yeah. We got to talk about Rump. The most important part to talk about. This is so appropriate. At These this are time. the issues affecting our nation today, folks. The uh, main villain apparently is is named. I don't know if it's Ronald Rump or I'll get Donald back to Rump. You. I'll get back to um, you. But he's a, a Donald Trump analog with a huge ass, and he has, like, the bad hair yep. comb-over thing. He's a, a billionaire who wants to build properties yeah. all over Chicago. And he's, uh, you know, it, there's a conspiracy out there that this show plays on that the upper class, the you know, the, the 1%, the Illuminati, is, like, in cahoots with aliens to control the world. And that's exactly what's happening in Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> oh, nuts! 
Uh, you're 14 over par, Mr. Rump. Oh, he's not bad. Not bad at all. You've only played three holes. <clears throat> Are you here sure about that, Carol? Oh, silly me. Uh, uh, two under par? Oh, yes, excellent. It's good to be the king. Donald Rump is like, he's in league with the Catatonian general to steal the the regenerator and be able to like control Earth's resources. Yeah. But like there was that recent it made headlines recently that many years ago the Simpsons predicted Trump rising to the kind yeah. of power level that he's at now. I wonder if that was before or after Biker Mice from Mars. Uh, I'm guessing real same time period. Real close. I, I'm gonna say that Simpsons episode came later. They didn't do a lot of like flash forward stuff until later episodes. Um so first then we have a breakdown of the characters uh first off there's throttle who is of course voiced by robert paulson robert paulson making another world famed voice actor he's one of the ninja turtles he's in animaniacs he was portrayed by meatloaf in the film fight club (laughs) he was shot and killed in that film his name was robert paulson uh um here's something cool that i only knew about uh, throttle from the description i did not get this from the episode is that there was an incident on mars that lost him to lose both of his eyes it's oh that's awesome. why he always has the shades on uh it's the same incident that caused moto to lose his right arm and Vinny to lose the right side wait, of his wait, face wait 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 are you about to tell me that throttle has like some sort of magic bionic eyes that are hidden under those sunglasses at all the time he has malfunctioning bionic eyes in then captivity. why the hell does moto have an eye patch if this technology <laughs> is available did they all only get one cool body yeah. upgrade were they like Guys, we only have two sweet bionic eyes. <laughs> and, and then and Moto was like, yeah. awesome, give us each one. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you kind of have one of your regular eyes. And you're getting you're getting this sweet bionic arm that shoots rockets and stuff. Like, I, maybe you guys should flip for it. He was it. like, <laughs> they flipped I'll a take cord. a lesser arm. Just, yeah. I'll, I want the eye. Give me the eye. And he's like, yeah, they only really work together, though. Doc, I'm, I, I ride motorcycles. I need my depth perception. <laughs> so, uh, what's it gonna be? Well, I'm thinking steel finger number five. You up for it, big guy? Well, what's the point of having a built-in super weapon if you can't use it to help out your best bros? <laughs> Scatter, bros! I need a matching pair. Um, yeah, so he has sunglasses with field spec capabilities. Um, apparently the the glove he wears on his right hand increases the strength of his blows with that fist. It, it looks like he has like a kind of a brass knuckle thing strapped to the top, oh. and it also shoots stuff out because they're from space. Okay. His favorite, it has all their catchphrases. His catchphrase is, in this wild and woolly universe, there are three things you can count on. Your brains, your bros, and your bike. Nice. I, I thought it was going to be rock and ride. That's like what he says every time they roll out. Oh, it's I like, think that's also rock one of catchphrases. <laughs> and then guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything in the yeah. show ends with guitar solo. Yeah, the music was actually really cool. <laughs> uh, this suggests that he... Oh, we're on Moto now. This suggests that he lost his eye not from that same 
you know, yeah. encounter that made them all lose body parts, but from someone named Carbuncle doing experiments on the biker mice. Isn't, is Carbuncle the giant Clancy Brown cat character? Uh, he doesn't have a link. And like I said, Clancy Brown's not once mentioned on this page. That's a shame. He should be. Clancy Brown should just be mentioned regularly the world over. <laughs> yeah. People at dinner should just be like, can we just take a minute and appreciate that Clancy Brown is a person? He <laughs> you know exists. What, folks, I'm and sure he you're sitting things. around the dinner table listening to this podcast right now. Just hit pause for a second. When, when, when next time you sit down for your dinner time prayer, give yeah. thanks for Clancy Whatever, Brown. <laughs> just, and we're not yeah. saying a specific God. Whoever it is yeah. you pray to at night, exactly. thank them for bringing Clancy Brown to this earth. It, your, your God might be Clancy Brown. And He's mine, for sure. If you've never seen the David Fincher-produced trailer for the Goon movie that was never made, starring Paul Giamatti and Clancy Brown, yeah. go watch it on YouTube right now. Uh, Moto's catchphrase is, Rat? My mama didn't raise no stinking rat. Understand? Wow. Yeah, they're not the biker rats from Mars. Because uh, that's not alliteration. <laughs> It also mentions a couple of times that he's a, a gentle giant. It, he also is the only one of them that has a motorcycle with a definitive name. Oh, okay. It's What's the name? Lil Hoss. Okay. It also has three wheels, which is pretty yeah. fucking cool. So in it's my not opinion. really. He he's a triker mice from or a, a triker mouse from Mars. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Vinny is voiced by Ian Ziering. Isn't that the guy from uh, Sharknado? Ian Ziering, that's the guy from Sharknado. We did some research. He's the star of Sharknado, dude. Uh, He's this is the first thing it says for Vinny: self-proclaimed lady killer with white fur. Okay. Uh, Lost the right side of his face. Wears a flexible faceplate. And was I? I was led to believe by this episode that he was romantically linked to Charlie Davidson before they departed for Mars the last time. Well, Charlie Davidson made fun of him this time, right? Yeah, she was like, you don't call, you don't write, ever oh, since you okay, left. Oh, okay, okay. Like, like, he just kind of ditched her. Well, he's a thrill seeker. He often volunteers for the most dangerous tasks, enjoying the rush and subsequent glory. Uh, he uses flares as his weapon, which is weird. His catchphrase is, what a rush, reminiscent mm-hmm. of the... Are these really catchphrases, per se? <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, the ultra-famous wrestling tag team Legion of Doom used that catchphrase to success for 30 years, so... I, what? Know, you, I know you've never what, heard rat? of that. rat? My mama didn't raise no rat? No, 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 what a rush. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just... There were so many catchphrases thrown out. This is a real sentence Okay. in this uh, description of Vinny. Despite his hyper-masculinity, that's in quotes, Vinny is actually a very loving and caring individual. He flirts endlessly with Charlie, even accidentally calling her... Harley after his old flame on Mars. Ooh. And you'd think that he would have to avoid that not because of his ex-girlfriend, but because of the litigious corporation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leah Romini was in the show, as we pointed out earlier. Brad Garrett also. Yeah, Brad Garrett's character is A lot of big names here. in this Jeff show. Bennett. I'm, I'm just still shocked that this show had 65 episodes. Right. Well, get ready for more, because in 2006, there was a revival of this show. Uh, there were 28 episodes produced in the Philippines, but there was a... A sh- revival? In the Philippines in 2006, with 28 episodes. It was shut down in production before they could dub the Philippine lines to American, sorry, yeah. English. So it was never released here. 
Um, goes on to talk about the toys, but there's nothing exciting about that. I mean, I think we already covered in the the Moo Mesa episode that in the boardroom when the show was made, they were like, "Yeah, it, it just it doesn't fucking matter. Just yeah. whatever. Make the to- make the make one of the toys have an eye patch, and they will sell like goddamn hotcakes." Yeah. Um. Speaking of goddamn hotcakes, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how uh, the the general the the female general. Of the uh, biker mice army was pretty attractive. Yes. And, I I uh, <laughs> I sometimes say things to you in confidence because you're my best friend, and the <laughs> microphone wasn't hot when we were watching it. But I was like, dude, the the biker mice general lady is pretty hot, yeah. and you agreed with me. My my, my answer was obviously, and then we I, later found out that it was Leah Romini yeah. who is hot in real life. And, so, but but that's a weird thing. Like, we were talking about what they talk about in the boardroom. They have to have a discussion about how hot do we make the mouse. And someone, at some point, has to make a decision about, like, how large her breasts are. Yeah. And, like, her eyebrows. How much eyebrows. cleavage is showing. Yeah, the, the shape of her face. Like, lady cartoons are not accidentally attractive. Mm-hmm. They are engineered and specifically tailored to look attractive. Like, uh... Chippendale Rescue Rangers has Chipette. I mean, she's a chipmunk, but obviously she's designed to look like an attractive human woman who also is a cartoon chipmunk. I don't remember this character. Does she wear a Hawaiian shirt? No, that's the big fat guy. Oh. That's Monty. I'm aware that big fat guys wear Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. You don't have to tell me that. <laughs> big fat party animals. <laughs> um, okay, you have to hear more from the Wikipedia page. There was a Super NES game made in 1994. I want to play this. And I just like that the only thing it says about the video game was that it features extensive advertisements for Snickers candy bars. <laughs> what, what does extensive mean? If it's enough to, to be mentioned, it's probably yeah, it's a lot. It's the only thing they said about it. You just turn it on and it's like, the biker mice from Mars brought to you by Snickers. And the plot is like, oh man, the cat stole all of our Snickers. We gotta get our Snickers back. You know how much mice love Snickers? Yeah, yeah, they're like running through the streets having to beat up bad guys and like pick up the Snickers that they drop. Now, if you thought that 2006 show revival was weird, remember, they made it in the Philippines. Get that ready for this. That is very weird. I, can we find, like, is, has anybody done <laughs> subtitles for the Philippine revival? Get ready for this, dude. In 2006, they released another video game in Finland, Australia, and the United Kingdom. It was for PlayStation 2, and it was a major success in Scandinavia. What? Why don't we get it? Get this. In 2015, there was a phone game released for both iPhone and Android. I'm going to download that right now. (laughs) Let me just pull this up. Um, That's pretty much... Oh, wait, what is this? Online petition demanding the release of the full original series and DVD has so far collected the signatures of several hundred fans from around the world. Several, well, if you're going around the world and you've only got a few hundred, you no. need thousands for sure. Yeah, it is several hundred. You're right. Uh, there's a growing community of fans numbering thousands of people on Facebook. Well, I mean, I think we need to add our signatures, and I would encourage all of our listeners. To add their signatures to that also. Yeah, because... Okay, let's start talking about our notes on this. Uh, the I'm first like thing I noticed... Notes. <laughs> I, have, I think I haven't touched any of mine. <clears throat> but the first thing that I noticed, and that I have to say about this, fucking amazing animation. Like, yeah, it was so great. good. And some fantastic CG. I, I didn't expect that on a show this old. No, it was really great. Um, 
the only other character, the only other note I wrote about the show was that the car that the mice drive is, sorry, the cats drive is a Honda Fit. It looks like a Honda Fit. It, yeah. it just is a Honda Fit. That's what cats drive. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything ha- else about this cartoon? Honda nip. I don't know. I was trying to think of a good cat pun, but it wasn't bad. We had You've some done worse. We had some great cat and mouse puns during watching the episode. Yeah, you guys should have been there. How come you're all not here when we're watching the cartoons? Yeah. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah. And eating cereal. We had that was a big box. You could have had some. Guys, we have plenty of puffins left. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, that's all. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna start off of, of all Wait. the things I wrote down. I, I know which one I'm starting with. You okay. don't need to pick. Uh, of all the things I wrote down, the one I'm going to start with is I had another weird interaction in the line at the gas station today. Okay. And uh, I think you're going to like this one. So I'm at a gas station in the ghetto. I should point. It's only a couple doors down from the McDonald's where a guy was going to fuck me up. <laughs> because of the shoes. Yeah, because I wouldn't buy his shoes. So I'm in line, and uh, there's a there's a woman at the front of the line checking out, and then behind her is what appears to be a crazy homeless man. Is it the same guy? No. A very different, scary homeless man. And uh, <laughs> he has a... I don't, I don't want to use a, a branded term here. I want to call it a polar pop because I'm a Speedway person. But He has a 32-ounce soda container. Yeah, a fountain yeah. drink. Uh, yeah. Well, he, It wasn't a polar pop because we weren't at Speedway. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he's, like, standing, like, halfway out of line and, like, halfway in line. And I don't know if he's, like, in line or not. And so I go up to him and I make a gesture as if to motion, hey, are you in line? And he goes, no. And I thought that was the end of our interaction, so I just step forward into the line. Then he comes real close to me and, like, half puts his arm around me. And he goes, hey, man, I'm not waiting in line. I'm just waiting for this line to clear up so I can go talk to these three beautiful women behind the counter here. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like... We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. You know when you want to hit on a cute girl, but she's at work? Yeah, it's rough. Uh, So he's like, it's just difficult for a guy to stand in here with those ladies behind the counter, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, definitely, you know? So the woman checking out finishes, and then I'm next in line, and I notice there are three women behind the counter, and the First thing I noticed about them right away is not a single one of them had a full set of teeth. I noticed that <laughs> right away. Okay. So he leaves. He not like leaves the gas station, but he's like on the far away end of it. And so while the girl's checking me out, I was just like, hey, so uh, did you know this guy over here is waiting to hit on you guys? <laughs> and she... Was she like, that's my husband. <laughs> just like... <laughs> no, but she did know his name. Because as soon as I said that, she went... RJ, not again. <laughs> and I was like, nice. I was like, you guys know RJ? <laughs> She's like, you know how every gas station has regulars. Like, yeah. Not really. Most of them drive cars. <laughs> most of them probably don't come in here and hit on you. I, I don't know. That probably happens to ladies who work at That happens to, to ladies everywhere. Maybe RJ hits yeah. on them everywhere. Yeah. RJ just goes around to different it's gas stations. A, it's actually just one guy. <laughs> Uh, okay. You can, let's do slugs next. Okay, yeah. Before we started this we, podcast. We were talking about, I, I used to play in a band, um, until recently, and 
we were discussing how uh, photos of that never turn out as flattering as you think you look. Like, you think you look cool up there, but, like, every photo captures you in the most awkward position. I'm already laughing. And, and so I told you about uh, guitar players holding slugs as, like, a really famous thing on the internet. <laughs> and, and I said, I'm not going to look until we start the podcast so I can <laughs> see what it looks like. <laughs> Who is that? I, Frank Zappa? Steve Vai. <laughs> the, I think the best one I've ever seen is the John Mayer one. The, the very first one there is great. <laughs> it's just a bunch this of guys. This isn't funny to anyone. Why did I wait until the podcast started? Guys, just do yourself a favor. John Mayer looks like he's pained by the slug. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, this is disgusting. Um... <laughs> But, you know, when guys play a, a raging guitar solo, they make weird faces and it looks like they're holding <laughs> slugs. So, do yourself a favor and just Google, what is what did you type in? Guitar slugs? Yeah, just type in guitar slugs. It's, that's all you need. This Ace Freely one looks real. <laughs> that one actually, I think, is real. Someone might that's try to... That's just a picture of Ace Freely yeah. holding a slug. Yeah, maybe someone will Photoshop a guitar into that picture. <laughs> they should do a, a series of slug holders playing guitar. Uh, okay, so we can cross off slugs. Uh, you had something racist you wanted to talk about this week? You said well, the you, said way you had you, something you wanted to get off your chest, some no, sort the, of racist the, rant. The way that you said that was misleading. Um, no, I, I meant to say so, it misleading on purpose. Um... Uh, okay, I, I feel like this has happened to a lot of people, and I just don't know what to do. Uh, at my job, I interact with a lot of different people, and on the whole, everyone is very nice. And there's uh, a couple of older gentlemen, uh, and I've heard them, you know, mention their republicanism, and that's that's fine. That's uh, how they introduce themselves? No, I've just, you know, I overhear them. They're They're janitors. They clean up. Oh, these are not customers. No, these these are co-workers, okay. technically. Um, and they're always very nice, very friendly. One guy is, like, overly friendly. Sometimes when I'm like, what do you say the third time in a day when someone asks, how's it going? Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> but... Uh, that's, a, that's a discussion That's a whole podcast. other thing. Um, but... A while back, I went into the bathroom at work, and these guys were just leaning against the sink talking... Saying, like, old-timey racist stuff, like, I got no problem with them, you know? I used to know some some black guys down south, or or whatever. Saying stuff like that. And then it just led into, like, progressively more, like, I'm not racist, but let me say this racist thing. Uh... So that happened, and, like, I kind of forgot about it for a while, because that happened a while ago, and they they still are incredibly nice and polite and very friendly and outgoing. But then, like, there was that Burning Cross incident. No, well, something... Was I not that far off? No, something that, like, actually upset me at work. Like, I was in a bad mood anyway. I was having a bad day. And I overheard this guy. He's openly a Donald Trump supporter. So he and I disagree ideologically on a lot of things. I can't understand why. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, right, I forgot. You're... <laughs> I, well, I'm a, I'm a rump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're Spanx. Are you a pair of Spanx? <laughs> A rough supporter. 
Uh, I'm just a fan of Rump. I want to know what Rump's first name is. I'm going to guess Ronald. It would be funny if his name was Ronald Rump. Yeah, why wouldn't uh, it be Ronald? So, uh, at work, this guy, I, I overhear him saying to somebody else, Boy, I, I saw this video. I showed it to my brother-in-law. You forgot that the character that was based on Donald Trump was Italian for no reason at all? So yeah. his name is Ronaldo. Okay. Ronaldo Rump. So it's he's not Italian for no reason. He's Italian, so they could use the name Ronaldo. So it would be different enough from Donald Trump that he couldn't yeah, sue them. Yeah, he loves to sue people. I forgot yeah. about that. Also, he's definitely never heard of Biker Mice from Mars. I bet his legal team has. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean to distract no. from your racist story so much. Okay, so the friendly old janitor at work is discussing with somebody a humorous video that he saw over the weekend that he showed to family members and he goes uh it says boy do you think people are getting tired of this black lives matter movement and he's like Here, here's what i think that and uh so in this video uh you, there's the the protesters are out in the street and they're blocking traffic and you see them all standing there all of a sudden this big old truck just comes barreling through and just pow right into him and he, <laughs> You should just see, like, bodies fly over. He says, with a chuckle, like fucking Dr. Hibbert on The Simpsons. You should have seen uh, bodies he, This flew. guy would not appreciate no. being compared to Dr. Hibbert, by the way. I believe you're correct about that. Uh, he goes, he goes, he, he says the phrase, the bodies were just went everywhere. Bodies were flying. And I was like, you said that fucking laughing. I was like, do you really... I, I can't even laugh at in, this story. In my mind, no, in my mind, I was just like raging and I was like, do you realize the fucking irony that these people are protesting that they don't feel that their lives are valued and you're laughing about them getting hit by cars and you don't think that that movement needs to happen? You and I sometimes I like just, to, yeah, no, I know. You and I sometimes like to poke fun at backwards, small-minded people like yes, that. Yes, but this is but over. I didn't even laugh when I you know. told me that. When... That's just Some, fucking... Sometimes when I hear people say things like, oh, you know, that's that's the black McDonald's or whatever, you well, just, like, roll laugh... your eyes and, like, okay, Grandpa. I laugh but... when, like, your dad sees something on the news about Obama wanting to take his guns away, and then he spends... <laughs> I'll tell their... you, my dad doesn't laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he spends, like, a year's worth of savings on a gun... What is it called? A gun safe? Yeah. A gun safe that he doesn't even need. Well, like, needs like Obama is going to come and try to fucking figure out the password <laughs> to your dad's gun safe. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, that's yeah. funny to me. But, like, yeah. that story about that no. guy at work. So the problem is, I now have this, like... I, be, before I heard him say, old-timey, old man sitting in front of the Cracker Barrel on his rocking chair racist kind of stuff. Which is not to say it's excusable, but you're not going to change any minds at this point in his life and I, I just let it go and just go oh, that's him he's gonna be racist he's gonna die someday and the world will move on and it'll just get progressively a little bit better you mean we're gonna be okay without that guy i i mean somebody else will clean the bathroom but uh it's just this thing was so over the line that Every time, yeah. he, he continues to be nice to me, and every time he's like, oh, hey, how are you doing today? I just want to be like, you just fuck off, you yeah. racist motherfucker. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. I, I just want to pull him aside and just like, do you understand how messed up what you said was? Do you understand that you were chuckling at people 
being like disabled, injured, murdered. Yeah. While protesting to have their lives like recognized yeah, as to human have their be- rights. Yeah. Yeah. That's and and really- you're like, I'm I'm real tired of this dumb movement. I get it. All lives matter, but or, or whatever his his witty retort would be. It's like you laughed at human beings being killed while insisting on receiving human rights. You're kind of a piece of garbage. And that's just that's disappointing. A, that's a real fucking and, bummer, man. Yeah, well, I have to I have to wonder like how does he reconcile his jolly old man at work who says hello to everybody all the time? How how does he recognize or reconcile that part of himself with the part that laughs at People being run down by a car for protesting for their civil rights. That's that's such a bummer, dude. So, so what do I do is the question. Is Do, do you, you want me to answer this yeah, question for I, you? See, I'm upset with myself because I didn't say anything. When that happened, I like I was sick to my stomach mad. Like, I get it. No, but I, I was like, I, I can't... Making a scene at work... And yelling at this guy, one, isn't going to change any minds. He's, that was going to be my first thing I feel I was like he's say. set. But also, by me not saying anything, I feel, like, gross. I feel like I just let him say that. And he, as far as he knows, everyone around just agrees with that. You want my advice? Sure. Is that what why, you're asking for? Yeah, that's why I put it out there. I, I, I'm welcoming all opinions. And you're the only one who can respond right now. People are yelling in their cars. But you can actually tell me. Um, you know, the first thing I would say is that... L- listeners, this is this is listener mail for this week. Tell fuck. me what the fuck you would do. I mean, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I'll just say, first off, you're very right about the fact that you are not going to change his mind. But does that matter? Secondly, I'll say you're very right about the fact that he's going to die someday and that no one will notice. Well, I'll tell you, he, he doesn't take great care of himself, so it's probably sooner rather than later. And the third thing I'll say is, we have never in the history of this podcast said the name of the big box store that you work at. We've never said the company or the town or what my job is. We've made some jokes, and people might be able to figure out from context which which big box store we're talking about. No one can figure it out. It's a big box store, Maverick. It's generic. It's a big box store that is Don't give more clues to where I work when you're worried about it. I would just say, consider the class of the people around you. What I'm saying is... You're a step above your coworkers. If I get fired from the place that employs this guy with this opinion who's willing to speak it loud and proud, I'm not going to miss it that much. You are a step above (laughs) them, and they're just... Where you work, there's there's people like that. Well, I don't like to think that anybody is better than anybody else. And I'll, I'll put it this way. I had a, a discussion with somebody a while back because I was, I was kind of outraged about... It, it was regarding, like, sexual health education. And I was like, people are so stupid about this. And someone goes, well, don't you really... Like, you didn't know all this stuff at some point. Maybe they're just ignorant and they need to be educated. And I was like, that's kind of a good point. There's a lot of people who so just have So is the answer here that instead of making a scene and freaking out on that guy, you should have politely educated him? I don't... Maybe. I don't know. I, just, I don't know if I could have calmly explained to him everything that was wrong with what he had said at that <laughs> moment. I just... I think it keeps coming <clears throat> back to... You will not... And I mean this. You will not change his mind. You know why I don't like to talk about politics, and it's because I'm not going to change anyone's mind. 
Yeah. And I'm a convincing person. Maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, um, you know, sometimes we talk about serious shit on this podcast. and uh, Well, it just got serious. Yeah, no, and like... We've talked about like our dating lives and our sex lives, and maybe people can't relate to that as much, but this is something that people can relate to. So, you know, flannelcakespodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're out there going, I don't get what the big problem is, just fucking turn this shit off and don't tell anyone that you listen to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> well, there's, I, I, I'm going to give you like a fork in the road here. <laughs> All right. We, we've already taken the dark path. Well, um, I say that because. I have two notes left written for topics we wanted to talk about, and I'll just give you the, the fork and you pick, okay? Since we're talking about convincing, I think... Well, that's... that's yeah. yeah, there's a thing that I've we, we argued about today, and I said there's no way I'm going to convince you, so let's not even argue about it. So that's one. And the other is, everything you just told me was a real fucking bummer, and it bummed me out. Yeah, and sorry. I have a real bummer of a topic I'm, I'm written sorry. here, so... Do you want to keep the bummer train going, or do you want to fight about this thing I'm not going to let's, change your mind on? Let's roll on the bummer train, and then we'll touch on that Well, at the uh, end about for... this, this this bummer train. Okay. We talked about many different facets of this bummer train. You just tell me which parts you thought were interesting enough to make the podcast, <clears throat> but, and let's okay. discuss them. Uh, as we, we've talked about dating apps and, and like online dating type stuff on this podcast. More and no one's once. told us we do it too much. Well, they might now, but... Uh, you told me today about something incredibly sad. This should be like a test to see if you're a good person. Yeah. Well, we've already had one of those Because I, I saw this dating app, and it like broke my heart to the point where I just sat on my couch and stared off into space for like 30 minutes. Well, when you told me about it, I just You went. buried your face in your hands, and uh, you were yeah. legitimately sad. And Mike came in, and he was just dying with <laughs> laughter. Because Mike is no, not a good person. I told you. I won't build the suspense here too much more. But I yeah, told we've you, been building a lot. I told you. I think that the idea of this is funny. But the fact of it and the The actual, reality of the, it. The real people using and reviewing it. That makes me right. kind of sad okay. and upset. So let's just get to it. Uh, I was doing some like research for the podcast by like looking up fun, interesting dating apps to see what's out there, like other ones we could talk about or review. And I accidentally came across an entire category of apps that I didn't know exist, which is boyfriend girlfriend simulator apps. Um, which is weird to me, but yeah. And so I like I was like reading about how these work, and you know, it's essentially like like. The, fir- the first one that I looked at was a, a boyfriend simulator. So it's like, it's got oh, a bunch was of... was that the first one you looked at? It was the first one that came up in search okay. results. Okay. okay. So, uh... <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm curious. There, there's like a bunch of guys on there, and like some of them are like real pictures of real guys, and some of them are like cartoon drawings of guys. And a girl signs up, and she picks one mm. of these guys, and then it's an AI that chats with her. Like, you can... Apparently, so it is leave... AI. It's not like staff. It is by AI, people. but like sometimes it'll like leave you a voicemail, which I'm guessing is like a pre-recorded message. I, I'm sure, yeah, that's like a form letter kind of. Yeah, thing. Uh, but like it'll, it's an AI that will respond to you and chat with you and pretend to be your boyfriend. And there's like a backstory to each guy. And the catch, the way these apps make their money, is once you get far enough into the guy's backstory, the app will cut you off, and you have to pay to get the rest mm, of his backstory. Yeah. Now, so it's basically like being ghosted by your boyfriend and if you he's don't not pay. Real. Yeah. And also it's not a real boyfriend. So, I, in the past when I've looked at funny dating apps, it makes me chuckle to like look at the reviews and see what upsets people and have to go write a review. This time, however, it was not funny. 
because I was reading uh-uh. reviews uh-uh. from people who uh-uh. have used these apps and were not happy with the results they got from it, and it legitimately nope. fucking bummed the, me out. The most sad was the people who are extremely satisfied with the service, but that can't afford to pay as you go, yeah. and thus have <laughs> lost their only meaningful relationship. And as something I gathered from context is if you are chatting with these AI guys and you don't pay past the paywall, they break up with you. That's what people mention. Or just disappear. At any rate, it's messed up. Well, the joke that I made, the thing that is funny about it, is like, they'll just be like, you're going along, you're like, oh, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And then you'll get a message that's like, Chad's been involved in an accident. (laughs) To find out what happened, pay us $19.95 a month. And like, (laughs) that's how you get to advance. But... The reality of it, the, some of the reviews you read were just fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, when this girl was it like, really hurt it me. felt really real, and I felt like we had a connection, and I was falling in love with him, and I was just like, oh, I mean, they should know better. Going into it, you know, know that man. it's, you know the setup, you know it's an AI, you know it's a pay-as-you-go, but it's just heartbreaking to hear these people who are so lonely that they'll go for that, and then fall prey to the, like, oh, I developed feelings, and now I have to pay. It's, I mean, if that's your reality, that's tough to deal with. It's emotional prostitution. It's fucked up, man. Um, all right, let's get off this, uh, this bummer train yeah. and talk about shit for a while. Yeah, let's, let's get on the poop train. <laughs> okay, so to set this up, uh, that's, last that's week... That's a I... from Borderlands thing. It's from Just, Borderlands? Yeah, the, the, Krieg, the psycho, says something like, I'm the conductor of the poop train. <laughs> he, just, he just screams it for no reason. Uh, last mm. weekend, I was at your apartment, and yes, you I uh, I had to I clogged your toilet, and I had <laughs> not to... not for the first time, sir. <laughs> not for the first time. This was not the worst incident that this ever happened. Oh, not even close. <laughs> hey, you paid me back for that one, though. We're, I did. We're tied did. one and one I on did. that. Okay, that's for another day. Yeah, okay. it's another story for another day. Uh, so I was able to uh, reconcile the situation <laughs> with use of a plunger, which you only own because of me. Yes, that's that's a true fact. <laughs> I, oh, I so purchased I, that. Plumber. I reconciled the situation. I cleaned it all up. It was not a big deal. And then I did what people at my house did when I was growing and, up. And my house. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. This yeah. also happened at your house. W- when you're done with the plunger, you don't want to set it on the floor because it's right. gross and covered in poop water. And so you take it to the shower and you turn the the faucet on on the the tub part. Okay, I didn't know that part. Run it under the water a little bit. Well, I didn't do this in your shower because your shower is a fucking piece of shit. It is. Yeah. So it's normally a sad, I would sad run shower it. Shower style. It, it looks like a place where you would cry after something bad <laughs> happened to you. It looks like if you uh, were stranded at a gas station overnight and you yes. needed to quickly make a makeshift shower. Like, they don't have a shower at this yeah. gas station, it, and they gave you a hose, and they're like, just go out back and build one. It looks like if I a, could build yeah. a better one. It looks like if a really poor family lived in a gas station, and the back room was, like, also their shower, it Dude, would be that. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, yeah. you run it under the, the bath tap for a minute, let let it let the poop water fall into the drain, and then leave it in When the you say tub. poop water, you mean just... Toilet water. It's not like dripping. I mean, a little bit of. Uh, I mean, a little bit might have. Not in this instance, but maybe that could happen. You're not making me feel better. (laughs) It's it's a plausible thing that could happen. There could be a poo smear on the plunger. (laughs) All right. So you run it under for a minute, and then you set it in the tub to let it dry, and then when it's dry, put it back in its normal spot. Okay. Okay. You're upset because that's not the way that you would handle a dirty plunger. Okay. No, not at all. 
And, and, my, and your parents did this. My parents did this when I was growing up. And I was always annoyed because uh, when I was like 16, we moved into a new house. My parents had a master bedroom, master bathroom. And then the, uh, the, the restroom for guests or whatever was also the one that I used. But it's also the ones that my parents used all the time. They didn't use theirs for like anything. So I would go to get into the shower and I'd step in and there's a fucking plunger in there. I was like, this is the thing that you stick in the toilet where you took a shit that was so bad that you plugged the thing up and you work it in there. <laughs> and then you take You're that out. You're working the shit with it. You take that out and then you put that in what I want to be the cleanest environment in the house, which is the place where I strip naked and clean myself. My bare feet are on that floor. I do not want whatever bacteria is... So when I do it, I, I feel like the small floor space like behind the corner of the toilet should be a safe spot to put a dirty plumber. To let the like nasty water just like fester and I mean, grow not, whatever it's going to grow. I don't know how much water you're collecting on this. I thing. don't like that it's like on the floor there and it could just spread to whatever. <laughs> Do you imagine there's like an invisible mold that's like yes! spidering out? It's a poo mold. I clean my bathroom though. That's the thing. I clean and I use disinfectant. And when I do it, uh, uh, not to give you too much insight into my bathroom methods here, but if if I needed just in a hypothetical situation to use a plunger, I don't. It's there for you. But <laughs> <laughs> but if I did, I would. You know, flush once once everything was cleared. Let the toilet fill up with clear water. Insert the plunger. Get Dab it, it. Swirl it around a little bit and then flush again so that the swirling of the water gets up and uh-huh. it cleans it out. Uh-huh. And then I, you know, give it a, a good shaking over the toilet bowl so uh-huh. that it's as dry as it can be. Uh-huh. And then I place it in the back corner where no one will ever set foot. No one puts their belongings there. I don't like that it's like over there, though. I don't like that, it, like, it, like it could the water could okay. like come to me so while I'm think... peeing with bare feet. <laughs> do you think that when you you use the plunger and you get as as you put it poo water on it, <laughs> and then may, maybe also as you said may, maybe a poo smear? Okay, and then you take it over and you run it under. Uh, cold tap water for a second in the shower and then you set it down in the shower yeah but then it's clean and the poo water went straight to the drain like it was like a a quick shoot because the the drain is right under the fucking tap so the water rinses off the poo the poo goes straight into the drain and then by the time i'm setting it down in the bathtub it's no longer a poo riddled plunger it's a clean plunger so you think that that just a, a, a flow of Clean tap water running over I would the plunger say it's just makes it as sterile. It's I would fine say... to put in the, in the floor of your bathtub now. I would say it's just as effective as your rinsing it off in the toilet method. That's correct, but you know what I don't do after that? Put it in my shower. Okay, well, we, we brought this up because you're stubborn, and I think that no matter what I say here, I'm not going to convince you. So to prove my point, I've written some arguments down in favor of my side of this, and we'll see if I can change your mind, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll grant you... Having it on the floor is also not great. All right, you ready? Yeah. First off, the floor <laughs> of your bathtub has a drain in it. The floor of your bathroom does not. And now, the floor of your bathtub has shit bacteria in it. <laughs> okay. But your floor doesn't, don't worry. Second, 
when you are standing in the shower and there's water cascading off your body mm-hmm. to the floor, all of your gross body dirt is getting down there. Yeah. There's, like, gross things on your body from your bed and your clothes and your just general living on this earth. And, like, all of that shit is collecting on the floor of your bathtub. Why is mm. that any less disgusting? Well, it didn't come out of my ass. Some of it did, though. Okay, some of it. There's shit in your ass in the a, shower is cascading it down. A very small amount. But I, I'm not saying that that your method isn't, like, like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm just saying if I could choose between the dark no man's land behind the toilet I don't, or, I don't, or in my shower, I'm just... I don't like the idea of it's already a no man's land and we're going to increase its no man landness. No, it's it's like that's just where we keep you. You like it 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 freaks me out in my mind to think that like that spot on the floor is already gross and then you're going to put it there when it's gross again and then like whatever's on the floor might like travel up to the handle. I don't like that idea. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that you have this like idea that like the black sludge from Fern Gully is like secretly That's exactly what it is in my mind. You don't see it when you look at the plunger. I think you have OCD. And you're just like, "Oh, really? You just fucking figured this out?" Okay. <laughs> okay. My third argument is that when you are standing in the shower, showering your body, you are getting hot, soapy water coming off of you down onto the floor. Yeah. It's washing away the poo yeah okay. and you're washing the underside of your feet I, while you're in I'm, there. I'm gonna tell you here i might be the crazy one no but no because obviously in your household that's the way it was done which that means that your older brothers and your parents do it that way and always have done it that way and my parents i know for a fact have always done it that way it, i'm the only person that i know no. who gets this worked up about it no because there's a spoiler, which we left oh, out right, for our audience. Right. I forgot about this. I wanted to get all the way through this before I yeah. said this. But today, before we had this discussion, I went onto a couple of... Like, I googled this issue. A couple of plunger forums. Yeah, there were some forums. <laughs> yeah, we were, on the, we were checking the plunger boards today. People were discussing this exact issue that we're talking about. What do you do with a dirty plunger? And overwhelmingly, I mean severely yeah. overwhelmingly... Mm-hmm. The tide was in your favor. Well, everyone who even remotely mentioned putting it in the sh- in the tub, we're both holding pens and we're having like a Harry Potter style <laughs> wand fight right now, just like let's shooting em. magic, let's click them, uh, like shooting magic bullets at each other. Yeah. Well, now we're just trying to prove how right the other person is. But like, what's the thing that they say? Not expecto I don't patronum. fucking know. There's a thing where uh, I don't know. Expecto patronum. I know Harry Potter. Which one is that? Is that the, the one that makes the plunger clean? It's, it could if your Patronus was a janitor. I don't know what a fucking Patronus is. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the, everyone on these forums who even remotely mentioned the idea of putting it in the tub was immediately internet shamed and <laughs> like, given severe internet penalties. Their internet privileges were taken away for months after. They were banned from the plunger boards. <laughs> yeah, and like not just that. There were not one, but many different ideas presented as an alternative. One well, of which was the the, the well, I'll call it the to- no no no. I'll call what you described as the toilet bath. Yep. The let it flush all yep. over the plunger, and then there were many more like put it in a trash bag, take it to the garage. 
Um, wow, those people are like quarantining the plunger. <laughs> that's pretty serious. Uh, oh, you know, no, that's not even as intense as a lot of Some people. Some people like, I just throw it away every time I use it. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. No, there was a lot of people who were like, when I use it, straight to the dishwasher every time. Oh, the dishwasher seems even worse. <laughs> I didn't like it at all, though. It no. seems so much worse. I, I wasn't into it, no. Uh, I would have put it in there next to my forks and my bowls. <laughs> No, no, no. Like I, I, I'm not glasses. saying I'm in favor of these ideas. I'm just saying most people were you know, not in favor of them. You know ideas. how sometimes like a, a bowl or a glass gets overturned in the dishwasher cycle and it just collects all the water and like the food film oh, and everything? Oh, and it's the most disgusting water. And imagine if you also had a plunger in there. If you also had a poo-smeared <laughs> yeah. plunger yeah. in there. And that <clears throat> glass filled with dirty brown water it's, had some poo in it. poo smear. Uh, and so... No, I've I've actually seen something, and I just don't own one. There is, like, a special kind of plunger that has, like, a docking station that you pull it out of, and it sort yeah, of yeah, opens, yeah, like, yeah. a Venus yeah. flytrap yeah. style. When you put the plunger back in, it snaps shut. Yeah, uh, someone had an, had an argument for the There's best... There's one at my gym. Sure. What, there's a plunger at your gym? Yeah, by the toilet. Okay. I mean, it's not like a piece of workout equipment. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like there was like people that had like good arguments for how those should be cleaned properly. I know another one. A lot you just of never touch it. Just never. A touch lot it. of people said as soon as they're done using it, immediately spray it with bleach. Spray. Yeah, that's a great idea. S- spray. Excuse me. Ding. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. L- before we wrap up this podcast, we have several pieces of listener mail this okay. week. You want to go through some of those? Yeah. Let's do it, man. Uh, my phone is suddenly taken this time to decide not to work. Let's do it. Got it. I'm oh, ready. my phone doesn't work anymore because I downloaded that Biker Mice from Mars game and it just crashed my... No, my dude, I'm, I'm going to handle this. Okay, uh, our first piece of listener mail this week. Uh, this is from Clay. It's in response to uh, episode 10, Ewoks and Real Talks. Okay. Clay uh, says... One of my favorites. I really liked it a lot. Uh, Clay says, hey guys, long time listener, second time emailer, Endor is a moon, not a planet. Keep up the great work. So just a little correction there. That that is true. It is uh, the forest moon of Endor. Uh, We have a little bit longer one here. This is from Melissa. She, uh, first off, she wants to say she loves the show. Thank you so much, Melissa, for that. Uh, She has some topics she wants to hear us talk about. Hopefully this doesn't take too long because it's already been a long episode. Uh, First off, (laughs) she wants us to talk about Olga's House of Stuff. Uh, specifically Olga herself, the porn on the computer, and moving the stove. Uh, Olga's house of stuff... Wait, what else is on there? Because that that might be a long discussion. Should we save it for another one? It's it's a whole story. Uh, She wants you to talk about the time that you announced to a full room of people that Melissa uses Valtrex. I did do that. Uh, Oh, and apparently two of your favorite bands were there. Yeah. Also, she doesn't use Valtrex. We'll cut that part. <laughs> Wait, did, uh, <laughs> the part where I say that she doesn't? Yeah. So why did you say that? Did you think that she really did, or were you kidding? I was just, I was just teasing her. Okay. And uh, one of everyone the, believed it. A, a band on stage said something like their song was called Valtrex, and I just, I just go, she uses that, and it was at the perfect moment where Whoa. there was like a dead silence. Did you mean for that to happen? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I, I think probably. But it was like, you know, it was at a show. It was loud and kind of rowdy. The bands yeah. were playing. The the small did the band crowd hear it? Clap. Everybody heard it. Did everybody it, believe it? It carried. I don't know how. I don't know. People looked. 
I, I don't know if they believed it. Uh, we have one more piece of listener mail this week. It's another email from Clay. <laughs> he says, hey guys, long time listener, third time emailer. He says, I hope Jack makes the same jokes about antibiotics every time Maverick mentions his ear mold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how is your ear mold? Is it almost all? I, I have not used them since the last time we talked about so them. So it's healed, healed up nicely. I'll be going on a work trip to LA soon and mm-hmm. I'll be using my ear molds there. Uh, flannel underscore cakes on Twitter, flannelcakespodcast at gmail.com. We already know what we want. In yeah, tell us how you handle uh, kindly old racists. Yeah, tell us what to do. We're excited to hear it. Can I say bye? Bye, guys. Bye. I'm the viewer mail reader here. Well, I just like to know. I'm the viewer mail reader. I like to know.